the Aligned Leadership Toolkit. Hello and welcome to the Leaders in Lockdown podcast, conversations that explore the issues facing people managers in the current climate. And today we're talking about social isolation. Do you want to um, introduce yourself? Yes, of course. I'm Lucy Adams. I have worked in training probably for coming up to 20 years. I specialise in personal impact training and I really like people. And I'm missing people. I'm really missing people. Yeah, me too. My name is Sean Perham from Aligned Leadership. And I've been working in leadership development for, oh gosh, um, a good 20 odd years now. Um, And currently I train, facilitate and coach leaders in organisations. Good, good, good. good. Uh, What have you been up to? What have you been up to? Oh, well, gosh, life in lockdown. Um, not much. <laughs> no, not much. So it's great to be talking to you today. If it had a win, I would have been rather upset with you, to put it that way, because I've been sticking to the rules. Yeah, <laughs> I've got lockdown lumbago. <laughs> Trying to chew my own arm off. I'm that bored. Oh, that's brilliant. Lockdown lumbago. Yes, it oh. is um, somewhat isolating, isn't it? Yes, it can be. It can be for some. Um, I think even though I'm living with a house full of people, it can be somewhat isolating. Yes, I think the dog understands me more now, though, which is good. I have a very good relationship with the small dog in my life. Oh, nice. Nice. Yes. Okay, so thank you very much for your time today. Um, we're talking social isolation. Social <laughs> yes, I, yes, social isolation. Now, you see, normally people uh, under normal circumstances, like my husband, loves the idea of social isolation. It requires him not going out, not socialising with anybody, probably not visiting any family members. Um, I, I could go on. So for him, this is like the pierced resistance and he's being told by the government that he must isolate. <laughs> Problem with alcohol. So for him, this is dream, an absolute yeah. dream. Living the dream, living the living dream. The dr- yeah, maybe there's a theme then with husbands that my <laughs> husband is quite enjoying the social isolation, although we live where we do because he doesn't really well, like to talk to too many people that he doesn't choose to talk to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are surrounded by an older generation, so we say we're more of an older village. Um, and that, that, that does play into the fact he doesn't have to speak to them either because half of them can't hear him anyway. So, uh, from his point of view, he can just do a gesture away from a distance. And that's, him, and that's him done for the year. So, yeah, so this really is his, his idea of bliss. Whereas mine, on the other hand, I talk to anybody who literally is passing. And he's like, why are you talking to them? You don't even know them. And even more so now, because, because I don't get the chance to speak to most of my friends. I'm normally going out and hugging people who I know, obviously, who I know. Um, yeah. And that's been taken away. And it's really odd when I do see somebody I'm really fond of. And I have to go, oh, hi, how are you doing? Yeah, you're right. And it's all this really weird, like everyone's got, you know, leprosy, the plague, can't get too close. Can't, and it's, it's, it's a really odd, unsettling feeling. And it's, yes. Um, yeah. And particularly when you're in the supermarket and people, oh. <laughs> you visibly see them walk away from you because you're clearly <laughs> yes. getting a bit too yeah. close, although I'm, think I'm still socially distancing and they kind of leap well, away from you that's a little bit disconcerting well it's, um, I mean I've never had it that bad before I've always kind of washed and have a general personal hygiene level but it would seem like I truly honk at the moment because no one ain't coming anywhere near me and um 
Yeah, it is weird, but I like the whole fact we're all waiting outside the supermarket with the two meters between us and a trolley. Have you all masked up, gloved up, we're all lubed up before we go in. As soon as you get in there, basically it's a free for all. You got totally. people by that cutting across, they're leaning over, they're coughing their armpits, and just like yeah. Christ, at what point did we stop doing the two meter rule? Yeah, so, I don't know what happens between outside the supermarket and in the supermarket. <laughs> That's an experience. <laughs> I, I do get the security guard basically goes, yeah, next one in and just carries on his phone. <laughs> he's, like, he's not actually looking what's going on inside. Yeah. He's monitoring the outside people because they're the worst. Although you missed a classic line this morning. I went to the supermarket really early this morning and I heard one of the checkout ladies say to the security guard, how many people have we got in? And he said, oh, I don't know. We have not been counting, but we'll know when there's too many. <laughs> yeah, because they'd all be pushing and shoving each other. Oh, they are all pushing and shoving each other. Oh, yeah. that might mean many. Yeah. That's always reassuring. He's on double bubble doing that and he's yeah. actually not counting the people in and out. So, yeah. Yeah. well, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> the, the social uh, isolating aspect of working from home, I'm finding equally a struggle because yeah. normally what I do in the training world requires me having a person probably a couple of feet, three feet away from me. It's always very much an interpersonal thing, doing interpersonal skills. It involves having a person with you. So doing it remotely has been a real strange experience. And yeah. fortunately people are willing to partake in it because it needs to be done now more so. But it is odd. And it is um, something that takes a bit of getting used to, I think, really. Yes, it does. Yeah, so I'm with you. I spend a lot of time talking to people, with people. And then there's something about when you put technology in the way of that, that yeah. it's not the same. It's not the same. Mm -hmm. It works. I'm not saying it doesn't work, but oh, no. yeah, I am. Um... It is. It's, it's a different thing to get your head around. I think if you're quite an outgoing individual and you get energy off other people, there's the challenge in trying to get the energy from those people uh, remotely. Yeah. Kind of banter you have with people in the room and you're checking out everyone's okay and, you're, and that's something you need to adapt when you're having to suddenly work in a little little box almost. With that, that yes. is what you're working with. And there must be a whole load of extroversion preferences out there, mustn't there, who are finding this more of a struggle, I guess, than the yeah, introverts. Yeah, I, I would, I, I definitely agree with you there. And I, and I know that taking on board everything, I mean, even I think I mentioned earlier on today to a friend of mine about working from home, the adapting of your space where you're working. You suddenly um, find that you're sharing a, maybe an office with somebody or like your husband. Or in my case, I'm suddenly set up in a separate room in the house and I think, oh, it's really hot in here. I've got to open the window. Open the window. Somebody's mowing the lawn. There seems to be somebody mowing the lawn 24-7 where I live. What's the matter with these people? Yeah, hey, nothing, nothing else to do. Else to do. <laughs> the men folk at home, if you put down the lawnmowers, crack open a beer, watch a game of 1972 that's currently being played on Sky 2 at the moment because there are a lot of those really big <laughs> yeah. you know, Push back, kick back. Enjoy the time you have at home with your lady wife or your special partner just because <laughs> you're all mowing your lawns yes well shut that window stop the lawn mowing yeah i'm sharing a desk with my 15 year old son oh that got a certain aroma to it, it? yeah so i came in earlier <laughs> and slightly uh, musky yes the window was open and the neighbor is having a bonfire nice one yeah nice always one. a pleasure i hope you haven't got your washing out shall yeah no, no 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 washing good, good woman <laughs> on that yeah. task today then <laughs> yeah no i've 
<laughs> I wish I could say I put the washing out, but oh, yes, that's for another day, Sean. Another yes. day. Yes, I haven't even got a washing line actually. Oh no. So other challenge: working from home, homeschooling. Obviously, lots of oh. people like um, have children of a school age. Yeah. Sweet baby Jesus is all I can say. Um, yeah. I. I on a regular basis I'm trying not to lose my temper and I don't mean to I, I I think it's just the lack of motivation that I'm struggling with with my my daughter because I know she's finding this whole experience really odd yeah and I don't know if you can hear someone's now set up a, I think it's maybe a hedge trimmer so I can, now, <laughs> I can hear someone's now cutting five foot off their hedge I'm sure I can't hear it uh, I'm pleased. Atmospheric. Okay, I'll, I'll ignore it. Um, <laughs> but just, yes. yeah, back to the homeschooling aspect. That yeah. has been a With us both working, my husband and I, and then also trying to help out and offer advice and not try and do the work for her. That's been really, really hard. Yeah. And I feel sorry for her because she's used to having mates around who she bats and bowls with, you know, and she's got none of that. No, so the penny has dropped for me, I think, over the last few weeks, actually, of they say children adapt, don't they? And mm -hmm. I didn't really give them any credit for the adaptation that they made. So yeah. one has adapted incredibly well and just mm -hmm. has kind of found a slight routine and just gets on with it. The little one, like you say, actually, it's it's a challenge and... Mm. I've realised, well, he gave me feedback, actually, but that's probably a good conversation. That's very generous of him. Yes, that I'm a little bit too critical and I don't praise enough, but <laughs> therein lies that's another conversation, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I think perhaps that would be something you would share with my daughter would be giving me that feedback as well. Do you want to do it? Would be a classic. I know what I'm doing. Do you want to do it? Well, actually, no, I don't. <laughs> but I do find myself just like having set him up, if he then asks me a question because of course you're trying to get on with other stuff aren't you and then my initial response is oh like i told you once can you just mm. get on with it which is awful and that's i know that I'm but really i think to work on uh, i think we are all guilty of that though because that's the one thing that i find i'm, I'm sitting there going i'm going to open a book maybe think come and find me i can help i can help and then if she asks me once and she asks the same question three or four times, I think that's what I'm starting to get. It's getting a little grating. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I don't want to do it for you, but it's, yeah, oh, it's just, it's very, very hard. And I wonder how she gets on at school when I'm not there. How would she do this when I'm not here? I she know. obviously is, you know, the school report's saying she's doing okay. So, you know, I, I just think she's switching off to the whole fact, of, well, what am I getting back from school? Nothing just being set loads and loads of work each day I wake up thinking what have I been set today and there's no joy in going to the classes hanging out with your friends and doing all of what you would normally do through a school day is consistently sitting at your desk yeah. on your own working through a list of tasks which to be quite frank I'd be bored doing so I think it's a big ask actually of any <laughs> child because really what they're being asked to do is to dig deep and find their own self-motivation yeah. aren't they to just yes. get on with it and that's what it is I can see Ollie at 15, he's kind of like making that link, um, but he's got his GCSEs next year. So there's a clearer kind of, that's what I'm working towards. Yeah. Nine and in year four. Well, no, this is just yeah. not my learning environment. So. I'm and that's exactly the same. My daughter's in the first year at secondary school and this is not what she's, this is not what she's expecting or wanting to do. She yeah. wants the whole 
I mean, it's like for gym, for example, for summer, I look at the lovely day today and I think, oh, they'd be out running around the fields or playing rounders or all those sorts of things. When you're one on your own, told you can't hang out with your mates or even play those games with your friends, in effect. It's um, even going for a bike ride. I mean, I've managed to dust down my old bike and I'm out now, <laughs> trundling along behind her. <laughs> She's racing ahead. Just be careful of the main road, is what I'm yeah. normally shouting behind her. <laughs> meaning it actually for myself is why I'm saying it aloud mummy be careful of the main road be careful of the main road mummy an articulated lorry goes speeding by she's fine I'm all over the shop you know it's like god in heaven but we do we do the same little route every day and she said you know I am bored of that route mummy but there is something quite liberating about it and I said why she said because a lot of it is downhill and as I go down on my bike which I'm like thank the lord um she said if I go down on my bike I may I go yeah you know and she she kind of has a sound of joy in her voice and takes her feet off the pedals yes. and races the hill and a momentary 10 20 seconds worth of pure joy yeah she said, that mummy is worth all the cycle round to get that nice steep hill again and i know that little bit of the day is what keeps her going is that little bit down the hill with her feet off the pedals and yeah those that's what i'm wanting her to do all the time with her schoolwork and it is a big ask when you've been thrown into this situation and I have to remind myself of that because I don't yeah. do that often enough, I think. Me too, me too. Um, yeah, that's the nice thing about cycling though, actually. I think that's the bit I enjoy most of those yeah. moments where you come down the hill, take your feet off oh, yeah. the pedal and you can feel 12 again. <laughs> yes, it is, it is lovely. It's a great feeling. I, I hadn't done it for years. And I, so yeah. as I said, my bike on started doing it again. I thought, God, this is so much fun. I need to do this more often. So. <laughs> That's one so, thing Lucy's learnt in lockdown. <laughs> Learning from Lucy in lockdown. Lucy's learnings from lockdown. That's a good yeah. name. Yes. Yeah, so maybe a, what? Yeah. Um, I guess we're not alone, are we? There's lots of people um, who are in this position. Of there's mm. a few starting to go back to work this week, depending on the industry they work in. But, Lucky monkey. Yeah. <laughs> what have your observations and conversations that you've been having uncovered about people working in this way and social isolation? I think they found it hard for if they manage teams, if they've got teams of people they look after. It's yeah. how do you go about doing that? Because most of the time, most people in the office, they clock who's coming in, who's going out. Everything all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah fine. Head down, carry on with work. But you know that there's somebody, your team leader, your boss, whoever's in the corner of the room, what have you. And if they're generally open individuals, you can go and have a chat with them at any point of the day and, you know, pick their brains kind of thing. And it's a very different fish if you've got to dial somebody up via zoom or yeah whatever app you're using to have that conversation with them or to ring them up i just want to double check i'm doing this correctly whereas if they're sitting opposite you you can quickly throw it at them and it's dealt with in a matter of seconds it's more of a task to actually you know go about doing that ringing or dialing and ask that same question so people sometimes don't do it and i think no. they're in line with them you have teams you're either know what they're doing or they don't know what they're doing in a nutshell and as we've all been left just kind of get on with it in some circumstance within the, the wider social situation <clears throat> i know that lots of members of teams who i've spoken to feel sometimes their their bosses or leaders either overmanage or undermanage overmanaging yeah. being every day i'm doing a dial-in at 9 30 every day since lockdown one particular manager's been doing a dial-in every day now it's left open come in if you like but i would say the subtext being but if you don't come in it means when this 
this comes up, this project comes up, or when this piece of work comes up, I perhaps won't have you at the top of my list. Yeah. There's that undercurrent going that if you don't join in this dial-in, 9.30 every day since mid-March, um, <laughs> I'm not going to be maybe one of my favourites, but I'm, I'm not really saying that, but I'm really saying it. Yes. <laughs> so it's kind of... So, um, and I know particularly of, of some have really joined in with relish and they've been, yeah, yeah, I'll be into, yeah, 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 and it's all, and others have taken a step back and thought, well, no, that's not how I work if I need you or, or I feel that, you know, if this is a definite team thing we have to do, then yeah, I'll do it. Don't leave it hanging. If you can, that's great. If you can't, well, you know, I don't yeah. know. It's like a, it's, it's a very fine line you have to tread. And I think it's useful that somebody's there if you need them and is open for that, but not somebody who is going to be forceful or there's a hidden agenda that if you don't join in. Yeah, I, I, no, just... I, I agree. <laughs> and I, I, I think something <clears throat> I've definitely experienced and I've talked to a number of people who are experiencing the same thing. So I'm not saying mm -hmm. everyone will be experiencing this, but there is something about this lockdown that it is like an emotional roller coaster, and yeah. therefore some days you wake up and you d I don't want to talk to anyone, and I'm no. sure there are other people mm. who are the same. So the thought of just a really regular check-in is, and then other days you feel on top of the world and it's brilliant. And why did we not have lockdown years ago? <laughs> yeah, you kind of. Like day flies by <laughs> i know yeah oh my god i hardly do anything but look at the end of the day. Look at i've got a wine in my hand like, oh my god i've got one in both hands yeah. <laughs> no i'm sending post 11 i know like, I'm, I'm emailing pictures of me with a pina colada on a tuesday night i've never done this before in my life well, even on a holiday i've never drinking a pina colada on a tuesday what's wrong with me well i spoke my Nature bullet out and there I am blending them all. It's like, I spoke to someone who they never have a, a drink before six o'clock and once they've broken their six o'clock curfew and they started at half five with a gin and tonic. Jeez, so. you see that was that a bad day, particularly rough day. How was the homeschooling that day? Yeah, not good. You can imagine. Yeah. Nine hours on the iPad child was using. <laughs> yeah, it's almost burning your retinas, isn't it? Thinking about that. Yes. Not yes. Not good. And I, it's funny because I know um, I know my other half has struggled with he was saying that um, it's fine having a team remote he said yeah it's been like this some of the staff I have aren't in my office anyway so I have to manage them remotely and I said to him so how do you know that they're doing their job he said well you don't they have yeah. things they have to do they know their day-to-day -day tasks that they have to do and there are certain things they have to pick up if they go wrong or they have to inform me about them I leave it down to them if they've done their day-to-day -day tasks, if they've looked around for everything else. It's about being uh, back to self-motivation again. <clears throat> and also, rather than coming to him going, what do I want you to do? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I've done that. What do you want me to do? Like, yeah. like our kids are doing with stuff. <laughs> it's finding that inner steel to go, right, okay, I'm going to think outside the box. Right, I'm going to check that over now because I haven't looked at that circuit for a while. And so, it's, you know, it's sort of ticking off those extra things on the box you wouldn't maybe normally do. But... Yeah, it's 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 thinking differently to how you would think normally. And he, he said that's how he hopes that his team and that he's helping his team to function more like that. That's what he wants them to do. Yeah, and I guess that really depends on the leadership style that people are used to, doesn't it? Because yeah. if you haven't set your team up to kind of be that empowered to make decisions or then 
they are going to be looking to you on a more regular basis just for what do I do now? What do I do now? And I guess working in this way, everything becomes a task actually, mm -hmm. rather than like you said earlier, you can see people in the office, have a quick chat, cover stuff off quite quickly. Now it's a phone call or a zoom call or an email or so everything is just in itself become a task. So it's yeah. really easy just to start to think, Oh, I'll do that later. Or I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. Or, and then, I mean, I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. I think I've got a list on it. I need to speak to this person, that person. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll bill them later. I'll bill them tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning goes by. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll do this after. I'll do it tomorrow. And a week yeah. will go by. I've already done it. Although it I, I am experiencing this phenomena. I don't know if you Ooh. are. <laughs> What's that? I quite frequently reply in my head. And <laughs> <laughs> then I think I've done it. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, really? That's oh, yes. I particularly with that text um, messages and things yeah yeah the worst one is if you write them you compose it and you don't send it yeah and you think, well i haven't spoken to that person they're being a bit rude and you realize it didn't actually reply to their ones they're thinking you are super rude because that's like two weeks old now yeah i know it's bad it's bad it's bad what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> so i guess there are people who are loving this people who are finding it more difficult but i guess yeah. we're in this for the long run actually aren't we Particularly yeah, for I, people with office-based jobs, I think. I think so. I know that some big organisations have no intention of going back to their offices until even the new year or perhaps yeah. when the vaccine has been um, brought onto the open market, which is it's not going to be like next week. So this is the, the new way of living for the foreseeable future. And I think that's yeah. something we all have to come to terms with and work out how it's the best way to get what we can out of the situation and make ourselves feel good at the same time because that's really important yeah and have you come across any good things that people are doing so you talked about um the manager who was checking in at half past nine every morning <laughs> yeah. which for some is great for others not so um, have you seen anything else that's working really well because i guess the piece the big piece that's missing is the social interaction and that yeah. kind of chit chat and how was your weekend and mm. how are you and have you seen any great things that are happening I have, I mean, I have encountered some people who are having Zoom, um, Friday Zoom drinks with work. Brilliant. Which requires, obviously, them walking to their own fridge, cracking open a beer, <laughs> and then trundling back into the seat wherever they were before. This time, instead of having a cup of tea or a glass of water, just sink in a cold one. Yeah. And there's stuff at the same time about non-work related things. I mean, if a few things come up in general, then fine, but it, most of the time, it's about... So what is, you know, how's everything going? How are your kids getting on? What's your wife doing? Here's my dog. Uh, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's sort of bringing about real people. This is opening up real people's lives. We're looking into real people's homes now. Yeah. I mean, we've all been squizzing on telly going, oh my God, what book has he got on his bookshelf? Has he read that? That kind of thing. <laughs> Surely not. That's a pile of, you know. And, um, look at that wallpaper. Yeah, or even, as my husband said, look at that football. You can tell someone else has totally done that house room and he hasn't done that himself. <laughs> Those sort of interior design choices that people have made. <laughs> no, another story has gone. That's a very tasteful picture. I'm hoping he's bought that himself. I'd like to think he's chosen that picture himself, Lou. So I went, yeah, get out of town. He hasn't. Gary Lineker, we know we're talking about you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a particularly nice sofa and a nice backdrop. I'd like to think he chose it all himself, but I think he may have employed someone to do that for him. But there's something really nice, actually, about that just seeing into people's homes. It's like, yeah. it's a real acknowledgement we are just all human doing the best. Of course that we, can. we are. 
So I think there's a really nice air of forgiveness or something. I don't know how you describe it. I would it, agree but... with you. I would totally agree with you. You have to peel back the onion of people. I have a friend who works for the NHS and she's a psychotherapist and she's doing all of her um, one-to-ones from home now. She has to, and they're really important for her. So her husband set her up an office downstairs in their basement and she's got the lighting right. And she's like, I didn't want to look slack. I want to look professional. <laughs> good for you good for you and she said so the first one I'm doing I'm midway through this really important conversation with somebody and my daughter walks in and said I can't find the blue tack <laughs> halfway through and I explicitly said to them you stay upstairs you stay with the dog and you stay with daddy you do not come downstairs when mummy is working when mummy has got the sign on the door you do not come in which is oh sorry I didn't see the sign she walks <laughs> past the sign straight in and asks the one where the blue tack was yeah and she said, at that point in time I had to say I'm so terribly sorry <laughs> who she was talking to it's in the kitchen cupboard and explained where the blue tech was positioned and then her daughter quickly ran out and she shut the door firmly behind her and did this she blushed a little and apologized and she said the person i was with said you know what we're all real it doesn't matter honestly it doesn't matter yeah she said she'd felt she'd let them down she never normally works from home she sees them face to face she has a private office where she sees people normally so we are all having to f- be a bit more flexible. I'm half expecting my dog to start scratching at the door any second now. Because she knows I've not been downstairs for a while and she wants a treat. So I'll be expecting... And, you know, if that happens, that happens. Because this is now our new life, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And there was that guy. Was he Sky News or BBC News a few months ago? <laughs> Do you remember? And it went viral that he was on a, a video call. It was something significant. Was it with, was it the dog one or the daughter one? This the little daughter baby one. It was. I hilarious. love that one. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and she came. Wasn't she one of those spinny walking <laughs> yes. things? And she kind of walks her way in, and then and the mother was like on her hand and he kind of drag her out. And I just thought this is the best thing ever. And but little did different. he know he'd be a real trailblazer at that time. Because <laughs> he's no, he's obviously got like a shirt on. He has tone. I'm being very professional. I'm very serious. I'm the you know expert in my field. And obviously this little person comes in, she doesn't care, it's her dad, you know, she's just, and yeah, it was, that was quality, a quality nugget of, uh, it really was, interviewing. I've had um, my first phone call actually from someone that I've been doing some work with, just checking in on how I was, and was there anything that they could do to support me through this situation, which. And, And I'm interested as to what your reply was. Um, I was really taken aback, actually, because (laughs) it was really nice. It was a really positive conversation. But, you know, you work with some people and you don't hear anything. You work with other people. And to get this phone call, just nothing work related, but just how are you? Is there anything that we can do to support you over the next few weeks and months? Um, You know, because it was a few weeks ago, but we didn't know how long it would be. It was just like, oh gosh yes it's so just to have that focus on me and checking in on me was incredible a novelty really. a novelty <laughs> novelty as a as a probably a mother of two you don't get many people running up asking how no. are you sean <laughs> how you are how are you feeling yeah. everything all right fancy a massage or anything or we do that eminently british thing of yes i'm fine i'm fine thanks we're, fine. we're always fine aren't we everyone's fine we're all falling apart literally inside out but we're yeah. fine we're totally fine yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, sorry, you were going to say. No, I was just going to say, I guess that's another good thing about this whole situation is I think there's a, a different level of honesty with people about how they really yeah. are doing. 
And I think it's okay to say I'm feeling shocking. I'm having a shocker. Yeah. I wonder what um, you're going to say then. Well, you're going to have to use your bleepers button on me then. I've been very good with my potty mouth. Not said anything bad. Um, no, but some some days we are having a shocker. Have no yeah. real bad one. And you just want to go out. I mean, I've gone downstairs into our basement, screwed my hands up, and gone, oh, and pulled an absolute face. And I just think, oh my God, I can't, I can't go anywhere. I can't just go from this. And then I have to think, like, okay, breathe it out and, and put things into context. And actually, it isn't as bad as you think it is. No. And it's, it's going through that motion. I can hear a little slight knock on the door. On my door, I can hear one already. Oh, <laughs> can you? Is that the door? And there it beginneth. There it beginneth. Oh. I think it might be the one up from the dog. I think it's my daughter. Oh, I thought that was a clever dog to knock, actually. I've done it. Well, yeah, I've taught her many things. She can't quite get the little paws and the knocking motion yet. It's more of a scratchy, scratchy. But we're working on it. We're working on trying to define what a, a knuckle would look like on a dog. I don't know if she oh. has one. Trying to work out if she can find, she can use a knuckle. Yeah. That'd be quite a challenge, wouldn't it? I mean, something which has been interesting is as my daughter's um, head of year. I'm going to have to just pause for two seconds there, yeah. Sean. Okay. Hello, my love. I know, don't worry. Do you want to head down and I'll come? So, no, something that has been really lovely is my daughter's head of year, who only took on the job, God love her, in April, um, phoned my daughter up to see how she was because she was worried uh. about these online, um, uh, I suppose, like mental health forms, really. How is your, how are you going? How's your week going? And she'd had quite a, a low rating because she wasn't feeling particularly happy that week. Yeah, uh, being lonely and finding the worker hard, and and this teacher, bless her heart, phoned up. Did I want to have a chat with her? And she was the kindest soul. And considering a lot of the other teachers at the school haven't even bothered marking over the work she sent in, so she feels like she's sending this work into the abyss, and nothing is being acknowledged. So it's a pointless task. And then of course you get to, well, what's the point? Why am I bothering? Why should yeah. Why should I bother getting out of bed? Why should I bother doing the work if nobody's even reading it at the other end? Why am I trying? And this one teacher was was really inspirational and really kind. And she's phoned her twice now. And then I've had a chat with her at the end of each time she's phoned her up. And she said, on some occasions, I'm not supposed to, but I've even gone to people's front gates and stood and spoken to the children who've been really depressed. Ah. And I thought, it's because if I can make one, and she's French, and she's adorable. She's, if I can make a little bit of difference in someone's life, I will do that. And I just <laughs> thought, that's the kindest soul. Can you come and be my surrogate sister? She's yeah. the kindest person. And I kind of, I have to salute those kind of people who are going above and beyond what is written as their job description, because that really is, she's not meant to do that. She doesn't have to do that. No. And, and those are the behaviours that people will remember, actually, after this lockdown, yeah. isn't it? Because it's that whole thing about how people made you feel rather than. It is. And I think naturally people tend to spend a lot of time focusing on the what it is we need to be doing rather than. So we, funnily enough, actually, Ollie, my phone rang and it was a number that I didn't recognise. So I didn't answer it um, today, earlier today. And it was someone from school. Right. For the same reason, actually, just checking in that they checked in with a few teachers and saw that he was submitting work, but didn't. So it was checking in on how he was. Um, but when I told him he panicked at first <laughs> so i think he thought immediately he'd done yeah. something wrong yeah thought, yeah oh why are they phoning so he was quite relieved when he realized they were just phoning as a check-in welfare <laughs> yeah you see where well, it's strange because i think he's probably very different from my daughter because she then went oh yes i really want to speak to her so she was really pleased about having that external contact with somebody she didn't think 
about anything that she might have done. It was just, I want to speak to somebody who knows me from school. Yeah. So she saw it as a, a great thing. It's funny how your son was like, oh God. And I think they're quite, they're different characters in that respect. So yeah. things yet again. And different whole... ages, I guess the yeah. age has something yeah. to do with I... it as well. But yeah, yeah I, um, I spoke to someone last week, the week before, last week, week before, can't remember. Um, but they had had a pizza lunch that day. So actually similar mm -hmm. to your idea of after work drinks and they ah, yes. had all had a pizza delivered. So the, the manager had arranged for everyone to have a pizza delivered and then they all had pizza and a drink at lunchtime. So they all had lunch together and it was just like 30, oh. 40 minutes just checking in. But it is that it is that kind of checking in isn't it how are you how are you doing like you said earlier how's the family how's the dog mm. just it's a different level of connection and relationship i think that's being built i think you're right and i think that's a real novel way of doing it actually because that's somebody who's thought slightly differently and they've really bothered and it's about that level of care again isn't it yeah and there's it's loads really of fun cool. to be had actually i think oh, with yeah. some of this like the creativity that uh, some of these companies who change what they're doing and manufacturing to make hand sanitizer or PPE equipment, you know, just their ability just to adapt and flex yeah. in really short periods of time. I think it's, uh, well, there's some great stories out there, isn't there? About there are, but, it, but people never fail to amaze me, but in a good way, which is yeah. good. The, the milk of human kindness still exists in abundance, it would seem. Yes. And actually there's a well-known brand on the high street who, the owner of that particular store his behaviors weren't terribly likable a few weeks ago at the beginning of lockdown and how he wanted to treat his staff in his stores and so we've kind of boycotted the stores saying when they open we're never going to go back there and buy anything i'll let you know how that goes but yeah yeah that's the intention so people will make decisions about certain things and what they're prepared to invest in or not well, there was a very um, well-known German supermarket, for example, who are now paying their staff an extra 10% on their wages because of all of what they've gone through, because their upturn has obviously increased tremendously. They wanted to give a kickback to all those people who put all the extra effort in and been on the, you know, the front line of such of dealing with members of the public on a regular basis and the demands of, that, that have been put upon them. And that's, Brilliant. I think, the only door I've heard of, supermarket-wise, that are giving their staff a bonus on top yeah yeah I mean, there may be others but they're the, they're the ones who probably said we're going to do this and we're going to do it for the foreseeable future because we believe that they've really helped us get to where we are now which they have because they couldn't run the store without them so no no yeah i think there's lots of key workers aren't there who will um or should be recompensed in some way not necessarily just financially because it's not all about financial recompense yeah. is it but acknowledged and recognized i guess and that's and valued and feeling valued because that's so important sometimes yeah sometimes so much you're great at what you do and we really appreciate you that that sometimes is for me if i hear that and someone says thank you so much i go away with that slight mm. feeling about me that actually yeah that's that's fine okay and makes me feel really good about myself not always yes. but most of the time it does yeah, so uh, yeah, there's just a real human connection. I think just the world feels like it's connecting just at a different, more vulnerable human level, doesn't it? Certainly does, Shani, certainly does. Nice. Anything else? Not today, my friend, but no. I'm sure when I feature again, I will have a list as long as my arm. 
brilliant brilliant well thank oh. you that was an enjoyable conversation i feel pleasure. reassured that i'm not the only one who struggles some days with social isolation good god no yeah you never will be you will hang not be there. alone hang in there good thank you right then sister see you next time sayonara thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed it join us next time for more leaders in lockdown This was an Aligned Leadership Podcast.